Howdy, partners, and we're back again. Nope, try again. <laughs> hey, what's up, you guys? I'm Justin, that's Nick, and this is episode trace of the Justin the Nick of Time podcast. I don't know what he's going to end up cutting, but I have made him, like, redo the intro. So what are we talking about? I mean, so we beat Illinois, <laughs> we which did. I'm way more excited about than I should be for a lot <laughs> yes. of reasons, right? Like, I think my overarching thought this week on Husker football, I shouldn't be this hype about this team. <laughs> they have done nothing to actually warrant this level of hype. They beat Illinois, and we all went, oh my god, holy crap, we, we're playing Ohio State, it's a big week on campus, lots of things are happening, yeah. college game day is coming, and le- Nebraska... I'm going to make something absolutely clear right now. Okay. Game day's coming. Yes, Because they, they had nowhere else to go. They had absolutely zero other option after, who is it, Utah? Utah and Washington State was the de facto choice for this week heading in. Because both of those teams were undefeated. Both looked to compete in the Pac-12. Utah laid an egg against the USC. And Washington State was up 49-17 in the third quarter and lost. Wow. Yeah. I should go back and watch that game's highlights. That sounds... Who are they playing? UCLA. Oh, okay. I, I sort of adopted Washington State as my second team last year. Oh, my God. Why? You you just adopt the strangest. Because they literally went an entire game without running the ball, and I loved it. And then their quarterback had a mustache, and he was fun. Gardner Minshew the second. You're killing it in Jacksonville right now, buddy. And, yeah, I, I fell in love with that team, man. <laughs> Their, enough, their coach is like a Facebook grandpa. Good. We yeah. stand some Facebook grandpas, depending. Yeah. yeah, there's some parts of him that aren't great, but he, he like posts cat videos on Twitter and shout out Mike Leach. Anyways. All right. Undisputably weak, spart- weak start to the podcast. Yep. Um, how are we going to find a stride? Why don't you recap the game for us, Justin? Okay. So since you're a man of culture, which I know you are, you've... <laughs> Am I? You've seen the Jake and Amir movie date series. And yeah, then, right. I've seen the movie date. And then at the end, after Doob shows them his movie. We will drop Jake, a link in the show notes that we may or may not have. I don't know. Do we have show notes? I have no idea how to make show notes. Okay. We'll have show notes this time. I'm just <laughs> adding to Justin's Justin's work list. So after he s- shows them the movie, it goes like three hours later. And Jake just sits back in his chair and goes, what the heck did I just watch? Well done. And then Dubes goes, well, since you clearly didn't understand it the first time, we're watching it again. <laughs> so did you watch it again? Yup. And I had the same reaction. I just, what the heck did I just watch? Really no way to summarize the experience. Yes. I can't even tell you how we played. Because on one hand, like, we played really, really sh- at yeah. points in that game. Mm-hmm. We were just off. And at other points, we were like, hey, this looks like a football team. This looks like a football team that could contend. If you showed people isolated moments Mm -hmm. and never showed them the score, you could be like, Nebraska is the greatest football team in the country right now. They are, like, the best at moving the ball. They make absolutely no mistakes. This looks like a clean clinical team. Or you could show them moments that made us look like the greatest dumpster fire of a program, like, the world has ever seen. If, exactly. If you look at the stats in the box score, we outgained them like 599 to 220. I mean, it should have been a route. Yes. And then 
Like, we simultaneously looked far more talented than these guys, and yet the exact same amount of good at football. Like, one thing I noticed is if you watch the highlights, every score, like every touchdown for both teams, looked so easy. And when they wanted to score, they would waltz into the end zone. And that was on both sides. And, yeah, so the offense, you know, it was clicking when it was moving the ball down the field, and then it would just find one playmaker, and then they would just make that play and jump into the end zone. And those parts were good, but right. that's not what the offense was during the game. So, the I think it's going to be really easy to, like, get annoyed at some of the play, right? Yeah, I was but pretty ill-annoyed. Come on, feel the Illinois. Go watch last week's podcast, kids. Uh, watch. watch. Crap, it. we're in audio format. Thank God. I'm you on YouTube, to too. At, you don't have to look at Dustin's scraggly beard. But um, Subscribe to the Justino Show. I have a new video out. Okay. Anyway, we did do one thing that I feel like we've always been, under the Scott Frost era, profoundly bad at. We closed out a game. Oh, like yeah. we we did kind of put the hurt on them in the fourth quarter. We outscored them fifteen to three. Like that's saying something. We can we can chat about turnovers. Um, yes, all like, three of them because I am not counting that fourth fumble. That's fair. And like because I have thing. literally never seen that in my entire life. Walk walk us through what happened there. Okay, this is what I saw. Adrian Martinez drops back to pass. His arm gets hit as it's going forward. The ball, uh, wounded duck pass in the air. Illinois' linebacker drops the interception. Ball just rolls forward on the ground. An Illinois player jogs forward to the ball, 10 yards in front, a good five seconds after the whistle has blown, grabs the ball, runs forward for a bit, but then just walks back to the ref. Upon further review, they ruled that that was a clear intentional recovery of a fumble and gave Illinois the ball 10 yards behind our original line of scrimmage. I've literally never seen a ref reward somebody for playing beyond the whistle before. And you know what the kicker is? Okay, Illinois' final drive, they same, same situation. Quarterback gets hit, arms moving forward, ball rolls on the ground. JoJo Doman hops on top of it. The refs blow the play dead, and they said, fumble recovered by Nebraska. JoJo Doman never touched the ground with any part of his body. He literally reached down and picked up the fumble. They said it was a fumble. He recovered it, but they wouldn't let him advance it. And they, they later overturned the call. But still, if you call it a fumble on the field, you should have let him advance it. And they didn't. These refs were drunk. And then the very next play on fourth down, they missed an obvious pass interference call, and that won us the game. I appreciate that you're saying in so many words, like, what Scott Frost wanted to say after the game. Did you see his post-game Yes, I did. So that was that was a hot mess on a lot of different <laughs> levels. Like, there was just a lot of moving parts. He's, he's, he's coming at the press. He's coming yeah. at the um, he's coming at the refs. I, I loved his press because he's like, you know, I don't read that crap. But when you write about this... <laughs> Scott, you are someone you know is very clearly reading that crap. Yes. Um, not that I necessarily think it's crap. I'm just stealing words from him. But yeah. um, 
lordy. Like, it just became Festivus in there. Airing of grievances all over. I expected someone to trot out feats of strength. Like, it was, it was bananas. Um, I don't know why you pick that moment to be, it's not like it's a, it's a resounding, resilient resume win. It's not like it's a, like, I mean, maybe the guy's just being genuine. Maybe he's just was really pissed in that moment by oh, yeah. what the press was asking him. But I didn't hear any questions that were like, to be fair, it's a press conference. You never really hear the question, yeah. which is like one way that everything always gets taken out of context, right? Mm -hmm. Is I didn't actually hear the questions, so I don't know if that's actually going to set someone off to provoke the reaction that they give. I, I have always been in all spheres of media pro-miking the journalist and this is not a vanity thing it's just a context thing yeah but like you know you'd hear mumble 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 and he'd be like well i don't know about that and it's like neither do i because i didn't hear it scott <laughs> like i see no reason that we don't yeah like it it takes no effort to fix this it takes an intern and a microphone one microphone and both justin and i willing to be that intern oh, willing to hold that microphone absolutely i will serve all of your microphone needs did that come out right? I'm going to leave it. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, I just thought that that. He's in an interesting headspace by all accounts. Yes, right because now. he doesn't really show much emotion on the sidelines. Oh, but when he does show emotion. On the sidelines, that's fair. Yes. But, but in post game, he's still very stone faced, but he lets you know how he's feeling. Right. Yeah, because uh -huh. you could tell he was PO'd at the media for writing that stuff, and you can tell it's like when he's trying to dance around a question about something he did wrong, you know? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. There's not a good metaphor for it, really. Yeah, about how he talks? No, it's it's odd. It it's, is. It's simultaneously off-putting. He's like, like... A, he's like a robot they haven't really inputted all the commands on what it's like to show human emotion yeah, yet. Yeah, he's the beta version of, like... Yes. The beta version of what a Husker fan feels like after the game. Yeah. Where you just haven't worked out the tweaks, and it's, like, simultaneously over-emotional and under-emotional. Yeah. The, the way our performance can also be summarized is... I'm going to pull a quote from the great Madden 07's John Madden color commentary, where he goes, Penalties and takeaways can really kill a team. Because that's what killed us. We had, like, 16 penalties. But we survived. And we survived. Against these, like, small teams, yes. we have nine lives. I don't understand, like, how we end up, like, getting us, getting ourselves. It's like that one, that one Greek comedy. You spend the whole first act getting up the tree, and you spend the next two acts figuring out how to get back down the tree. Like, that is Husker football this year. Yeah. As, as John Boyce once said... If Destiny calls you to win, they will drag you kicking and screaming across the finish line. Yeah, and that's how it feels like. But that's basically how all major college football teams win games against small competitions. But you like, see this all the time, where like the first three quarters, they're just a total train wreck. Then in the fourth quarter, they're like, fine, we'll figure it out. And then they win a game against a team that they had no business struggling against. And that's right. kind of what, how I feel. So we've got three wins. Right? Yes, which is as many as we had November 10th of last year. And what did we go last year? 4 and 8. 4 and 8. We'll talk about this weekend in a minute. Mm -hmm. Northwestern feels doable. Doable. The entire Big Ten West Sands, Wisconsin seems doable. Right. 
So, like, but that seems like a check mark. Indiana seems like a check mark. Purdue seems like a check mark. Now we're bowl eligible. Eligible. Maryland seems like really. Am I sleeping on Maryland? Their first two games, they scored like 70 points in both of them. Who'd they play? They played like Howard and then some others. They played Howard? Syracuse. Howard has a football team? Yeah. Syracuse has anything other than a basketball team? Justin, don't jump on the Maryland hype trade because they hung 90 on Howard. I've been to Howard. I walked past Howard. Thoughts about that neighborhood withheld, but like, Justin, it's not like Howard, like in D.C., right? Yes, the Bison. They're the Bison. Yeah, we're talking about the same Howard. Uh, their colors are like blue and red. They're a uh, how many? Uh, I believe they're an HBCU. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. they're an HBCU. Yeah. I think. So, and then Maryland. They're the Bison. Yeah. Bro, why are you the bison? You're in D.C. You're in the middle of D.C. Good Lord. Okay, they did 79. Yes. That's a lot. And, and then they, in week three, after they got in the top 25 polls, they laid an egg against Temple. So I don't yeah. know how to feel about them. No, I don't. Like, I know that they can score points, and that's what scares me. I think we might actually be able to... to to, to scurs by 90 on Howard. So I'm not that concerned about, yeah, feeling okay. I think that like seven. Seven, there we go. That's a good number. Seven, eight. Ask me after this weekend if I can still fix your eight. I mean, but like, I don't think that this weekend is like key to eight. Right, because we can drop this weekend, and we can drop Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and as long as we still get Iowa, and Iowa games are weird around here, man. Mm-hmm. And it's is it here? Yes. Yeah, Iowa games in Memorial Stadium are weird, man. Like weird things are gonna go down. It's a lot like I find rivalry games to be a lot like I mean, obviously, like a lot like derby matches in soccer, mm-hmm. where it's like it's gonna be chippy. Where no, neither team is going to allow the other team to execute to their full potential. So it's just a matter of, like, who the winds of destiny would like to lift over the soccer rant coming. But, like, Liverpool the, the will, daily. Will, play, will play great for a season. And then just suck against their crosstown rival, Everton. Because that's how rivalry magic works. Like, weird mystery dust just surrounds all sports rivalries and odd things happen all the time. But geez, it feels like we should get to six now, oh, right? S- six is the number I will comfortably say. I might even say seven. I'm going to say six comfortably because cause weren't you just like... <laughs> downplaying the Illinois win, and now you're thinking, okay, if we can be okay, Illinois, we can tear the conference the thing, through. Because there's just so much Kool-Aid around and nothing else to drink, and I'm yeah. parched, Justin. I want to drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Game day is coming. Should we transition to that now? That was kind of the whole... Oh. God, I am just... I'm a master over here, just working segues, and you're like, hey, should we... Should we- 
fucking segue, Nick? Yeah, that's why I set up the segue, Justin. Good, because I had nothing else about Illinois. If, if, if you guys just watch the game and cry with us, I don't know. Watch the to... game and try to comprehend how football got to that point. I, I don't know. I don't know. We got to keep moving, man. We got to talk day. about game day. We got to talk about dragons. Game day dragons. Okay, game day first. Game day first. I am so incredibly excited. Oh, absolutely. When is your when are you planning to show up? 4 a.m. What what? I need to get front row. You are no, you're not going to get front row at okay. 4 a.m. I need to be in the pit though. Yeah, I mean you'll probably get in the pit. I Are are you going earlier? There are there are discussions between myself and my friends and you'd be welcome to join us. Oh yeah, please do. Um, I think uh, we're going to see what the rules are about tents. Okay. If, and, if, if you're um, camping out, I'll join you. I think we're, we're going to camp out. I think at least we're going to probably get there at midnight the night before. Oh, yeah. Um, Please let me know. I, what I'm concerned about is what the hell I am going to do as I sit there so that I don't just, like, yeah. rot away. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I think it'll be fun especially once it gets close oh, yeah. to because they open they actually open the pit at 4 a.m right the really thing i got my phone is this is m- the sign i'm gonna make <laughs> <laughs> oh i am so excited for would this you, sign. would you like me to like audio meme this <laughs> please try all right folks all right, so I'm sure that our demographic is young and hip. So yeah, y'all I know. tried to explain this to my dad, and he had y'all... no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> y'all know about the memes. Yeah. Y'all know the Drake meme Yeah. with the hotline bling push really? yeah thing, right? <laughs> so in the, in the top frame, we've got making the college football playoff and then Ohio State's logo over Drake's face, yeah. and he's like, nah. And then in the bottom frame, and this is where I think Justin's genius really yeah. breaks out, it says, losing to an undraked team by 30, and Drake's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good good meme. Yeah. Solid meme. No, good, I, good for a sign. How big should my sign as be? As big as can be, right? Like, yeah. I'm thinking at least, what do you want? Like... Wingspan? Maybe yes. a little smaller. Maybe up from Yes. If you stick your like 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 about if you stick your arms out and your elbows come up like this, like you're making a little field goal and oh. your head's the football. Okay. That's that's sign size, folks. Science is Yeah. Obviously. There's a big temptation to, to pull the beer Venmo guy thing you, and see you if you could. That... But if, if if we're planning to be up close the sign police is going to be out in full force. Yeah. I am sure yours is going to make it past. Y- yeah, the mine sign will police. make it past. But if, if we're talking about beer and stuff. You know. I guess. Urban Meyer jokes. That's going to be. I'm 50 50 on whether or not those w- would get allowed in. I, gosh. Like, it probably depends on the nature of the Urban Meyer joke. I'm just yeah. imagining some, like, strange mustachioed man sitting in the corner with a, with a mustache and a clipboard being like, hmm, no, this Urban Meyer joke actually makes fun of Title IX, so we can't put that on national television. But, oh, this Urban Meyer joke just makes fun of his hair. You're yeah. fine. Go forward, young ones. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where is the line there? Like, uh, I think last year there was a... I believe at Ohio State TCU there was a Urban Meyer covered up my other sign, and that got on. But I don't think that was up front and like 
That's hilarious. That's that's priceless. That's beautiful. Yeah. The the thing is though, you know, I'd be a lot comfortable poking fun at Zach Smith and Urban Meyer if we weren't planning on starting Maurice Washington. Hey, shut up. With that, that's a that's neither here nor there. Cuz you know where they're doing it, right? Like yeah, in the horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Um, Which? Cause, let's chat. Yeah. Interesting spot. Yeah. I I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. It's near the stadium. Every Nebraskan knows it. It's historic. Um, yeah. Lots of dope Nebraskan things have happened in the horseshoe. Uh, the campus protests in the 60s happened in the mm-hmm. horseshoe. National championship riot parties happened to the horseshoe. Cars been flipped telephone poles taken down etc all of that in the horseshoe but like it just feels like a really strange spot to host college game i mean you've got the archie shots i guess you've got the stadium shots and 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 it's a parking lot there's like those speed bumpy things you know yeah i'm not so worried about that i also where the hell are the people who park in the horseshoe for game day gonna park because that's easily what two three hundred cars yeah where the hell is are they just not supposed to come like are we gonna stand on top of the cars like what what's the plan here i don't know it's gonna be a logistical nightmare the other thing i want to touch before we move on yeah is like i don't know what you think about this but like word on the street is that they might like announce a facilities update on friday Mm -hmm. you think that's gonna happen oh absolutely it's a huge weekend for nebraska but we've got the hoops opening night friday Mm -hmm. and then we are you going to that i can't i'll work oh that's and and another thing i'm really happy about with game day larry the cable guy has said that he is not going to be the guest picker thank god thank sweet jesus it is so then who the hell is it I'm really, really hoping we get Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Uh-huh. Because they will be going to the game. Right. So and so they'll be right there. I really hope. I heard a, there's space at the desk for two of them. So. I heard a rumor that LeBron might be at the game. Yeah, that, that would make sense because his season hasn't started yet. And him and Dwayne Wade. They're besties. Buddies. And he's an Ohio State fan. And yeah. D-Wade's kind of like a strange by association Husker in-law fan. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that would be cool. So we could have, I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather have Union Wade than Wade LeBron because, like, she's the one who's an actual fan. Yeah, that's fine. I'm totally cool having two non-fans that are just hella famous. Yeah. Because, like, Union... there be space at the desk for all three of them, though? Oh, no. I'm saying, like, Union, you're great. We'll probably show you on the sideline at, at halftime. I'm saying, like... Everyone and their dog knows who Dwayne Wade and LeBron are. I mean, mm-hmm. Justin here, long-suffering Heat fan, knows who... He just, like, sold all the way out when they were good, right? And then never oh, yeah. sold out again. It, it was literally 2010 before the decision. LeBron was my favorite player because mm-hmm. Shaq retired. Mm-hmm. And then he was going to be a free agent. And I think Shaq just retired, so I didn't have a team. So I'm like, wherever LeBron goes, I will follow that team. For the rest of my life. And he went to the heat. And so Wow, that sucks out loud for you, man. Yeah. Look- that just sucks. <laughs> Your own parameters that you set for yourself. Yeah. Those totally blow. Um no, but like I'm a Knicks fan. So what the <clears throat> hell am I supposed to say? Also, so I 
not a huge video game person, but I yeah. do occasionally play them. And I, I bought an Xbox One <laughs> over the summer, and I bought 2K17 because it was oh, like I have that. three bucks. What is with people's lips in this game? They do not move like lips. They do not move like anything the I have ever seen. The player models are so weird. It's just, it's surreal to watch yeah. this game happen. Has it gotten better in the newer years? That's debatable amongst fans. Like I just, I God. think so, so much of the attention nowadays has gone into the my team, aka the microtransaction mode. I'm just mad at the way the lips move, man. <laughs> God, how weird is that? It's like it's just so watching weird. two sausages just get like smacked together, but not in like a lip direction, just like in every direction. It's like if everyone's face was two angry bratwursts in a meat sack. Same thing with the eyes. The oh eyes, my god, the, the eyes, eyes have two inches of black around them between the oh lids. Oh god, it's it's terrifying. And like, so I I just bought, this shows how terrible I am, I just bought 2017 this year. Mm -hmm. Before that, I had 2013. And like when That's I wanted to play 2K, too. and you know what? You know what? 2K13? 2K13's animation, like the gameplay's gotten better, the controls have gotten more sophisticated, yeah. I like the layout of everything better. Yeah. 2K17 is the better basketball simulation, no doubt. Yes. But you know what 2013 didn't do? It didn't creep me the f*** out all the time, Justin. That's what it didn't do. I was able to like keep my sanity. It wasn't like watching like Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's just, it's weird, man. And it's not like I'm, I'm slowly warming up to it. I'm just like, all right, this is basketball. If everyone looked freaking weird, but like, I don't know, like the animation genuinely was more believable or like, like obviously it was lower quality, but it's like. This thing looks more humanoid than the thing that I'm, like, yeah. actually watching. Like, it's like they took all of the features and are like, let's make them hyper-realistic. Mm -hmm. Also, all the freaking jibber-jabbering in between, like, oh, yeah. look, it's the first quarter report. Now Shaq is here. Why is Shaq here? Who the hell knows? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You, you, you'll skip them every time after the first go. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the first go, I was like, well, I got halfway through, and I'm like, oh, my God, is this it? This is it? Because, like, it pops up, and it's like, oh, no way. They've got, like, a real halftime report. That's yeah. kind of neat. Sweet. I kind of want to hear the, I don't want to hear this. This is the same three canned lines every time. Yes. Like, this is why I play these games on silent while watching The West Wing again. Oh, yeah. Like. And, <laughs> and Brent Barry on the on the, the mic doing color commentary. Do you know who that, like, have you played enough to get acquainted with him? In two K seventeen, I don't think so. He's the guy with all the the mind-bogglingly dumb catchphrases. Even a dentist would tell you that's a sweet move. Yeah, uh, we love the no. NBA, but this guy's got the DNA. Yeah, there's just he, some there's some bad. Yeah, he's so also, bad. Like, the weird thing, I'm playing the Cavs, right? Yeah, it's not even relatively a close game. And they're like, well, we're looking forward to the second half of this incredibly well, every, close, close contest. everybody says, though. But, like, we're up by, like, 25 and it's halftime. What are you talking about, incredibly close contest? What the hell, guys? Anyway, 2K rant over. Dragons! Alrighty. 
So, I demand dragons. I've been very excited about dragons the entire time. Do we make money off of this podcast? Can I get sued? I have not checked the listening stats since the first episode, and I highly doubt we've reached monetization levels yet, considering that YouTube is almost non-existent. So. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, UAB, the University of Alabama, Birmingham, do you want the... Keep talking. Do you want the history of the nickname first, or the idea that the athletic director had? I want the history of the nickname. Let's All start right. this right. UAB, uh, they didn't really have sports until like the 70s. And then their first sports team was like a club intramural basketball team. They didn't have a name for it. And then a student who I'm sure only coincidentally is named Tommy Burns suggested the name. <laughs> what? Seriously, Burns suggested dragons? <laughs> what not, the hell? Not necessarily. He suggested trailblazers because the trailblazers had just won the NBA championship. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then the administration was like, no, that's probably copyrighted. But you know what blazes trails? Dragons. Pretty, pretty so wait, seriously, that was the logical much, jump that was made? Pretty much he's like... Well, how about, like, just blazers, because we're blazing the trail, and they're like, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so then UAB's team became known as the Blazers. Nice. So Balmy well, Blazer. Yeah, so why a dragon for the Blazers? Well, their first mascot was a dragon, and as UAB.com notes, he was furry, pink, and nameless. <laughs> Man, if there's three things you want to be in life, it's very big and nameless. <laughs> I actually think, like, Nameless the Magic Dragon might be a great, like, children's story. Like, the Puff's dra- got a little brother, but everyone was paying attention to Puff, so we all forgot to name Nameless. So Nameless just gets really stoned in a cave now, and that's what Nameless is up to. Nameless teaches the children about medical marijuana. (laughs) No, (laughs) Nameless doesn't teach children. Nameless just sits there and smokes a bowl and looks at his lava lamp all day. And that's what Nameless is about. That's Nameless's job. (laughs) So anyway, Nameless the magic dragon. For some reason, he didn't catch on with students. Really? Because he's Nameless and pink and fuzzy? Was it fluffy or fuzzy? Uh, Furry. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, man. For multiple reasons. Who the hell? So I imagine there's like a suit, right? Yes. Who the hell? In, this is the 70s? Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'd uh, like to be in the pink dragon fluffy suit. I'd like to be in the furry dragon suit, please. That that should be... I'm, I'm involved on campus. I'm an, an integral part of the student body. Yep. Someone thought that. Someone wore that suit. <laughs> I want all of our listeners to take a step back and do their damnedest to get into that headspace before we move forward because I can't get there. And then they switch to the next logical choice after a free pink dragon. Logical. A chicken. Oh, that's lame. Okay. There's a chicken now. And uh huh. And this there is are, did they literally wait, there's still the burners, but now they've got the blazers, but blazers. Their, their mascot is a chicken, and this is the most southern thing I've ever heard. Named a little bit of chicken fry. Named Beauregard T. Rooster. 
Bo T Rooster? Beauregard T Rooster. I don't believe this. This is all real. You can look it up on UAB's official website. Okay, so, but they're still going by the Blazers. They are still the Blazers at this point. Because who the hell wants to be the Roosters? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, all right. So, eventually they ran into some copyright issues with, like, the famous San Diego chicken, so they retired. Whoa, what? The famous San Diego chicken? Yeah, he's like a traveling baseball mascot. What the hell? Yeah. What do you mean a traveling... He's not attached to a team. He's just a chicken who shows up at baseball games. And by chicken, I mean baseball costume chicken. All right. World famous San Diego chicken. Yeah. Oh, that's off-putting. Good yep. God. Yep. Their suit was basically that. So. Oh, bummer. Oh, he's not He's not a thing anymore. Oh. Is it not a thing anymore? Hold on. I don't think so. The New York Times is giving me an article about how he might not be a thing anymore. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. It's real sad. Okay. Okay. And then after that, they tried a Viking for a few years, but nobody liked him. So they went back to a dragon, but this time in more conventional dragon colors, like, you know, dark green and red and, like, light blue, you know, the good medieval stuff. And, you know, he's been a serviceable mascot ever since. But that's not enough. New UAB athletic director, Mark Ingram, not the same Mark Ingram who unjustly stole the Heisman from the Damakong Sioux. <laughs> Good. Glad you got that covered. Used to be a athletic director at Temple where they had a live owl on the sidelines because they're the Temple Owls. And right. The fans liked it. To be fair, I think live mascots, PETA mess notwithstanding, pretty pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Good way to get your school all behind the same thing. Gets, gets, gets lots of folks involved. Makes people happy, yeah. Yeah. So... So since they're the dragons, he gets to thinking, I need something. I need, like, a, a dragon. But then he, So then he looks up, like, I don't know if he does this, but this is what I imagine him doing. He looks up, are dragons real? And he finds out about Komodo dragons. So, oh, my God. Did they, did they? So he thinks, how cool would, this is actual quotes now, how cool would it be to get a Komodo dragon? As luck would have it, within my first couple of weeks, someone from the Birmingham Zoo was here for a meeting. I introduced myself, and I said, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're here. I've got this idea I want to share with you. What do you think about having a Komodo dragon? And they looked at me like I was crazy. (laughs) Now, why would they do something like that? That is ridiculous. This man is on a mission. Okay. So, they, they said, you understand that this is basically an alligator. I said, no, I didn't. I thought it was a large iguana. (laughs) This is a quote? Exact quote. Oh, my God. And and then I said, oh, okay, well, maybe you could bring it in a cage because there's some some schools who use tiger mascots like that. And they said, well, what about the spit? (laughs) (laughs) What What about the spit? You know, you've got yourself deep issues. When someone looks you straight in the eyes and genuinely says, what about the spit? That's beautiful. And according to Mark Ingram, they said, they spit at their prey and the spit causes paralysis. So, you know, they can go and eat it. And I said, so this is a bad idea is what you're saying. (laughs) Children getting spit on and paralyzed and potentially eaten by the Komodo dragon, 
I thought it seemed like a great idea, but apparently it's not as good of an idea as I once thought. <laughs> Recent research has shown that Komodo dragons and like other monitor lizards in that they secrete venomous proteins in their mouths. Animal-wise, backing us up here. Holy this man almost killed children. Dragon idea? Yep. I love that. But herpetologist at the University of Georgia, John Mayers, said that the paralysis-inducing Komodo dragon spit is complete nonsense. What? It's, he said, it's complete and utter gibberish. I've heard some really stupid things or some things that have been misperceived or misunderstood about the animals, but that one takes the cake. There's, there is zero animals' natures with the ability to paralyze a human by merely spitting on them. That doesn't mean that making a Komodo dragon your mascot is a good idea, because they have a very powerful bite and s saliva with venomous properties, but they will not paralyze you. So the spit's still not cool? Yeah, it's still not cool. I don't want to eat, like, my Captain Crunch in the morning and Komodo spit. That's not going to give me magic powers. <laughs> unfortunately it won't crap so what do they do then like what's the there's got to be a real solution to this like an, an ending what they fans asked and we delivered thanks to our komodo crew yes they actually have a komodo dragon now oh my god <laughs> when are they putting it on the field they said from 10 30 to <gasps> 2 before the game holy shit yeah. holy that's a video of a Komodo dragon. They actually now have a Komodo dragon. Oh my god, I love America. <laughs> this is the most wonderful thing. That's an actual... Folks, you gotta look this up. This is actual Komodo dragon on, like, a pallet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's like a pulley system. How has he been taught not to, like, scamper off and kill children with his spit? This is remarkable. As far as I know, nobody's died. Oh my god. That's an actual dragon. I mean, alright. It's not an actual dragon. In the athletic de director's defense, you tell me that doesn't look like a big ass iguana. Like, that <laughs> thing is just a large venomous iguana. It is. Holy crap. This is insane. So, it's a happy ending. They got their dragon. They got their dragon. Wait. Holy crap, there are children riding this dragon in a no photo. Way. Oh my god, you won't believe it. <laughs> they put kids on the dragon. What is going on in Alabama? Like, this is obviously okay. not awesome things, but... <gasps> that question has been asked many times. <laughs> and it's but never this ended the, well. The, the best response I've ever gotten is... <laughs> Children what is going on? A dragon. There's children riding a dragon in Alabama. And I don't want to say anything, but UAP football's 3-0 right now. They are one of the last 24 undefeated teams in the country. You know who's not one of those undefeated teams? Nebraska. You know what we don't have? A dragon. A Komodo dragon live mascot. I think we should be the Nebraska Komodo Cornhuskers. Komodo Cornhuskers. Spell them both with a K, because what the hell? Why not? Okay, if I were to propose a live mascot for Nebraska, I'd say we bring back the woolly mammoth. Oh my god, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's the But watch. instead, we just, we just put a bunch of Komodo dragons in a woolly mammoth suit. <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I mean, some of them are going to have to stand real still. 
some of them are gonna have to be really really like it's gonna be weird when like it doesn't actually move its legs but all the legs scurry forward at the exact same komodo dragon-esque speed like i just love if you put that on a football field and the whole stadium was like is that a woolly mammoth is that like i don't know say 20 komodo dragons in a woolly mammoth costume it's a nice costume I'm not going to stop them. You've just got two Komodo dragons, like, hanging their tails out the front to be the tusks. Several of them just, like, stapled together to be the drunk. Stapled. Yeah. Taken one for the team. Stapled. I don't know. How else are you going to fix Komodo dragons? I'm going to grab my Swingline 747XX and, uh, and just go to town. Oh, and by the way, we're going to get killed by Ohio State. Oh, yeah. Score predictions to nothing I, i'm going to be awake since midnight and then going to go to bed at like 10 o'clock oh, after we just got clobbered seriously considering Straight not down. going to the game seriously considering like showing up for the first quarter and then like being like all right i'm gonna watch this on tv like oh. uh, i would not be opposed because i'm showing up so early you gotta you only have right. once man there's no guarantee game day will ever come back here that is, well, but like that's the thing. I'm really excited for game day. I am not excited to get blasted by Ohio State. Like that doesn't sound fun at all. They've they've lost to unranked teams the past two years by thirty, especially if it's a night game. And, and, oh, okay. And, maybe. All right, that's about an hour's worth of podcast. Oh yeah. Be